0: Hello everyone. I'm Charles with It'sJustAwesome.com, and we're going to do our Oscar predictions for this year. And uh, I'm going to be joined by Nathan Chandler. Nathan, you want to introduce yourself?
1: Yeah. Hi, uh, I'm Nathan. Uh, my podcast slash website is MoviesAreLife.com. Movies are life, and we just uh, review movies week to week. And I love all things film and. Um, despite not seeing all the Oscar nominees this year, um, I've I've loved the Oscars ever since I I was a kid. I don't know why the uh, pageantry of it all, uh, the unpredictability
0: of it all. I've I've always loved it. Yeah, me too. I love the Oscars. Um, but I you know, and I've seen most of these. We're not really gonna. We will give our opinions on some of them, but really what this is for is to kind of help you out if you're doing any Oscar watching parties, if people still do those. I don't know. I hear it gets lesser and lesser each year, but these are what we think will win based on you know articles we've read, based on other awards. So we're going to go through all 10 of the Best Picture nominees. And may I say, I am thrilled that it is 10 movies, finally. Every year since they went to having 10 nominees, they've never done it. They've done 8, they've done 9, but they've never done 10. And that's always irked me. Because um, I believe the whole point of it was after uh, The Dark Knight didn't get nominated in 2008, people were upset. So they opened it mm-hmm. up to 10 and you know they were going to kind of expand on it. But really all they did was add a few other movies that nobody had ever heard of. I'm not saying they're not good movies, but they're right. the whole thing was to put popular movies in there and they didn't. They haven't. However, this year I believe they have. And so I'm thrilled. It's 10. I'm thrilled they finally got... A mainstream film that a lot of people saw in there at least one yeah. of them so um with that what we're going to do is we're going to um play the trailers behind us and talk about it briefly and if we if we end up being short then i'll turn up the audio on the trailer and if we end up going long too bad because i'll just cut us off we got to get to the next one so okay uh this will be the longest one we've done because there's 10 movies so anyway oh. This is also the first one that Nathan's done with me. He's not used to the breakneck speed, I don't think. Actually, you may be. Who knows? But this will be uh, fun. Hey. So, all right. Well, our first one up is All Quiet on the Western Front. Um, what did you think of this one, Nathan? Is this one of the ones you saw? It, it,
1: it was one of the films that I saw. Uh, I saw that it you know, was on Netflix, and I think it was during winter break. Um, and so, you know, it always takes a little – I, I never regret jumping into a foreign film, but it's always a little <laughs> kind of hard to talk yourself into it, especially being somewhat familiar about what the movie was. I, I knew it would be a tough watch, but um, I I was uh, I was <laughs> not to <laughs> be uh, too. Uh, out of touch or I was pretty blown away by the whole film how dare you <laughs> um I just uh, how dare I but uh yeah uh, this is I a just, it's, it's, I... it's
0: it's it's a depressing thing too you know it's like my wife always oh, says yeah. the Oscars love depressing movies it's also interesting you mentioned the being a foreign film because you can watch it dubbed or you know with with subtitles yeah um I didn't like it as much as I would have liked to I, I kept comparing it to something like 1917 which I thought was a superior film. Um, but I did like it and as far as what I think will happen with this movie, it's interesting because it won, um, best picture at the BAFTAs and that's, that's, oh, that's, I don't know. It's hard because will the BAFTAs, sometimes the BAFTAs line up with the Oscars and sometimes they don't. Um, this year you kind of got it split between a lot of things. So I don't see this winning any of the main categories. Um. I haven't really we haven't like di- we're not gonna do a deep dive into all the other categories but this is you know we'll cover some of the big ones and i just don't see this winning in, in and i don't see it winning best picture do you agree with right.
1: that uh, yeah i agree with that um i, I do think it will win uh, best international film don't you
0: yes probably yeah, i agree with you on that yeah
1: especially coming off
0: the bafta win uh, and, it, and it's cool that it's but, uh, uh it's cool that it's um at you know at the Oscars because it's a Netflix film, so it's it's really neat. I feel like they're they're slowly transitioning into that, being able to have a Netflix film be nominated for so much and maybe you know win. So um, I think Rome right. won, but anyway, but anyway, so uh, that's the end of that one. So we are going to switch over to the next film, which is Avatar: The Way of Water. Um, I, I enjoyed this film. It's an experience. But I, it's kind of how I felt about the first one. I think the first one's a good movie, but do I, do I think it's best picture worthy? I don't know. I, 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 and I don't see it winning any of the big categories. Um, a visual effects probably. Yes. I will say it will win that, but I I think, I think it's an experience and it was probably, that's one of the things I, I haven't been going to the movies as much lately. Um, streaming's part of that, just life in the way in general, but um, this is one I decided to go to the movies for because I wanted to see it in 3D and at the high frame rate, the 48 frames. Because he, I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, James Cameron kind of came up with a new technique where it it will switch between 24 frames and 48 frames, which is um, considered a high frame rate. The problem with 48 is that a lot of times it makes everything look fake. The, the Hobbit movies were shot that way and people complained about it, so they basically stopped showing it that way. But... Um, it's it supposedly makes action scenes clear, so James Cameron decided to have the action scenes with a lot of movement in 48 frames because it will help with the 3D effect as well, um, and then leave the like you know, dialogue-heavy scenes in 24 frames. It's an interesting blend, but would definitely like Sometimes within the same scene it would switch back and forth. Um, what'd you think, Nathan?
1: Uh, this was, I think I might have been the only person that didn't see this film. <laughs> oh, really? This <laughs> so... is one of the ones you saw? I I saw the first Avatar, like I liked it, but never revisited it. And right. I, I know this was a movie people were saying you have to see in the theater, and it was just I couldn't convince myself to go go
0: see it. I'm you know I love James Cameron, and I I always think he makes great films, and I, it's just crazy to me that this is what number three of all time or four of all time it's made so much money but this is one of those movies i'm talking about that i feel like was this extremely mainstream movie that got nominated yeah so that's really cool um but again when i talk to friends i don't know anybody that saw it so it's like i don't understand i know it, it's you know I, i'm not sure what the
1: other films on the list uh that she just mentioned are but i would venture to guess that you know people own maybe action figures or shirts of said movie right. or there's been you know and i i don't i don't know anybody that
0: owns any kind of avatar or anything i might right. be wrong so, but well yeah. on that note we're going to switch to the next one which is the banshees of inner sharon I, I don't know how to pronounce it oh, so did you now. see it's, this one
1: it, i think it's Inner Sheeran.
0: yes i loved it i loved it okay. i was
1: emotionally i was emotionally really uh moved by this film not like from a tear sense but some of the themes i could really uh i could really deal with uh with the themes of friendship so, and this
0: just is it okay so the, what i took away from this and this is i guess it's open for interpretation is it really dealing with like the stupidity of war and like civil war in particular is that the whole thing like do the friends each represent like north and south ireland like kind of thing I, I kind of think I
1: do. I kind of think it does. I, I think it's almost showing how, I mean, it's easy to look at wars and just go like, how did we get here? And I think that's what this movie is showing that, um, you know, there's these intentions from both men and it just escalates. You know, it just goes right. down this hill where they're probably doing things that they never thought that they would even imagine themselves doing well and, cut, uh, and cutting, cutting off yeah, your, cutting off think, your uh,
0: fingers to spite your enemy kind of thing and that's again that's showing the stupidity because yeah. that's he loves he's wanting to separate from his friends so he has more time to do things that are important and yet he's cutting off the things that allow him to do the things that are important it's
1: mm-hmm. it's a very he's, interesting thing and it, and see go ahead yeah it's colin farrell at the beginning of this movie and like his character and from the get-go you see this movie and if somebody just popped in the room and told you what he ends up doing you'd be like this character right but then by the
0: end of the movie you totally see why he is driven to do what he does right and let me let me real quick since we only have a few seconds left this one at the golden globes for best picture for comedy and uh uh, colin farrell won at the golden globes for comedy and uh carrie condon i believe uh, she won at the baftas for supporting Actress. Um, but I oh, okay. don't, I don't see it winning any of those, unfortunately. Um, but I, I did like it, especially I like Colin Farrell's character a lot in this. But uh, it was a bleak film; it was kind of depressing, and it was shocking in a lot of ways. Um, but okay, we're on to our next one, which is Elvis. Where some... Nothing on, <laughs> nothing on Mr. Presley here. Well, uh, it was a movie
1: that I it was like a roller coaster for me at times. I loved it. Other times I thought it was kind of ridiculous. I enjoyed the overall experience of it all. Um, so, uh, I, I thought it was worth seeing. I didn't like it quite as, as many people did mainly because of Tom Hanks uh, role in it. Uh, not the character, but his his accent
0: was weird. Yeah. It's a, I thought it was a good performance, but the accent was weird. (laughs) And what's crazy is when you hear, um, when you hear the Colonel talk, uh, like in real life interviews he doesn't sound at all like Tom Hanks sounds. In fact, he um part of the thing <laughs> was he he lied to people about being an American, so he sounds very American. People were convinced he was American. Um but the movie makes like the opposite approach. Where he has this goofy accent the whole time that you know he's he's I mean, he could be like American, but it's like if he if someone's trying to hide and hide their accent which is what his, he was and he did in real life it, it, it's it's a failure in that level um, but yeah um, yeah it's very interesting people go, go check out some interviews with him and you'll see like I don't know where the heck Tom Hanks got this accent um, uh, now uh, Brendan uh, not Brendan Fraser Austin Butler was the frontrunner for a long time and, and he won a BAFTA and a Golden Globe for drama for best actor and I just I don't I don't know. I just don't. I don't see him winning. It's going to come down to him and Brendan uh, Fraser. But I, what do you think?
1: I think Colin Farrell is going to win. Actually, do you so, really? Um, that's yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah, that's my call. Yeah, I think Austin Butler has got too weird for people um, over the past couple of months. And what? Because so, of his Yeah. Uh, yes, because of his accent, and I think maybe him and uh Brendan Fraser will split the votes, and I think Colin Farrell will sneak in there with a the win.
0: That's a bold prediction, sir. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I uh I'm kind of mixed about this movie, um, but I think they did some things extremely well. I love the ending right. of it where it transitions into the real Elvis, uh, yes, I, and I I'm d- not like d- I like Basil Orman, I like I love Moulin Rouge, one of my favorite films. So I, I kind of like his style, even though it's like ridiculous and over the top. Right, right. Definitely worth watching. That's what I tell people. Like, you you won't be
1: disappointed that you didn't give it a chance. You right. you'll enjoy the experience. Right, right.
0: And I, and I like that line about uh, he's, you know, Elvis. But he just wants to be. He's about to turn forty. He just wants to be known. That 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 does strike you, and and you see all the pain he went through. Mm-hmm. I, I I really appreciate all that. Oh god, here's more of Tom Hanks' dialogue. We are children, the lonely children, searching for it. What is this accent? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's because it's not even, I don't even know what it's supposed to be.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, so um, on to the next one, which is Everything Everywhere All at Once. A movie that I absolutely hated. No, I, no, <laughs> I never. Everybody knows me knows I love this movie. And I'm going to say it right off the bat I predict this to win a ton. It won. Um, mm-hmm. Best picture at the SAG Awards. It won Best Picture at the Producers Guild Awards. Um, the the Daniels won at the Directors Guild Awards. I think it's going to win Best Actress, uh, and I think it's going to win Supporting Actress and Supporting Actor. Um, oh, I, yeah, I really do. I I actually think he could have been nominated for Actor. He's just I guess they labeled him as Supporting Actor, but there's not. It's funny that there's not a Best Actor in this category, but yeah, or for this movie, I mean. But yeah, it, it's funny because it, it did not win the BAFTA. And that's the thing. It's like, if you're picking this movie, you're going against the BAFTA. And that's not always a good idea. But, um, I, I, the fact that it won the Producers Guild, that's big. And the fact that it won SAG, that's big. So, I, I just, I don't think you could go against it. As far as the actors are concerned, they all won the SAG Award. So you have, a, the actors are what, they, actors pick the cat. Pick the nominees. They pick the winner in this category, and so if you've got all these other awards for the actors and SAG, that's telling you what the actors think. So the actors mm-hmm. voting on this are most likely. So I would say the three of them. Um, I never say his name right. Is it K Juan I I know I I know he's like Shorty from Indiana Jones, but that's I know he wants to took off a long he had a long gap of. Uh, in his career, and this is kind of his comeback thing. So I'm sorry yeah. I mispronounced his name, but I think he's a lock. Jamie Lee Curtis is a lock. Michelle Yao is a lock. Um, are yo, is it Yo? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, guys, mispronouncing. I, I've i heard, like, so many different ways to pronounce these names. That's what really screws me up. Um, but anyway, I, I think it's going to win a lot of awards. It was the most nominated this year. Yeah, so...
1: No, I th- I, I, if anything, uh, I know we, we talked about it uh, a little bit after it was in the theaters. But I want to say I feel like we were um, – I mean I'm pleasantly surprised it is the front runner. And I, I feel like we called it back then at this, no, this, this movie. No, I'm thrilled. This movie
0: hit me hard when I saw it in theaters. Yeah. And so, so um, it's a beautiful film too.
1: Yeah. I just love the fact that um, – uh, uh, rocks with googly eyes could be the
0: that made me cry in theaters anyway <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are moving on to the next film which is the Fablemans so I I bought this movie sight unseen and I don't usually do that I'm yeah. getting more picky about what I buy and I'm going to be honest I didn't love it like I wanted to and I yeah, I don't know why have you seen it?
1: Yes, uh, yeah, we saw it in the theater. What'd you think? Um, I, I, I really, I really enjoyed it. I, it, it. Once again, it was kind of a movie that really just touched. Uh, like, I just could connect with the main protagonist in the movie, just the way he kind of saw life. Um, I didn't quite, you know, my career didn't spin, span off like uh, Spielberg's did, uh, but not yet. I just, uh, yeah, <laughs> not yet, but. Um, yeah i i just and the the people that went with me to watch it we all just left uh really enjoying uh the film um and i i liked its display of uh the people that we come from and the struggles of you know uh you take the good good with the bad and i I liked the two you know his two parents in this and just you know how do you become your own individual while still knowing the history that you come from. Um, so I like the melding of that story with just the artis- artistic nature of you know being yeah, passionate I think about it's, film.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge Spielberg fan. Spielberg's my favorite, and I always he's my favorite director of all time. And most a lot of his movies are on my top ten list. And peop, what, what I hate about it though is that um, he every time he has a movie that doesn't perform as well, people start doing the whole ages thing where they'll be like oh is he over the hill is he does he has he lost his touch and it's ridiculous I mean what do you have to do in your career he's the most successful director of all time you know what do you have to do he's he's won Oscars he's films have made billions and that's just the ones he's directed like if you actually count ones he's produced it's I just hate that like Spielberg is the man he's awesome I may have to watch this again because it just didn't connect with me the way I wanted it to um but I still think it's a good movie and it won at the Golden yeah. Globes, but I don't think it's going to win outside of that. So I don't think it's going to win much at the Oscars.
1: No, probably not.
0: All right. And then now we're going to talk about tar, which, uh, <laughs> Nathan, I think that's one of your favorites this year. Well, I, I don't know if it's
1: quite one of my favorites. I just really liked it because I feel like it's a film that elicits conversation and yeah. it's very you know current. I think it's, uh, to say that this movie is about cancel culture, I think it's a deeper movie than right. that. But it's more about separating the art from the artist, which is, I think, a really difficult conversation. Um, and so, uh, yeah, it was one of those movies. Kind of when it was over, I was like, oh, what? why did everybody make a big deal about this? But the more I thought about it, the more I was I
0: realized it was more effective than I, feel I like it's initially kind of, realized. It's kind of inaccessible in a lot of ways. Like, they don't, Yeah. they just kind of throw you into this world, but that's not really the point per se, but they, it's the most, like, grounded, realistic portrayal, I could think. Like, it, it's, but it, it is a very, very slow burn, because I didn't know anything about it, I didn't know where it was going, and some parts of it are creepy, and they're kind of weird, it's like, okay, you know, and, but she's a, she's a hard character to like. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and, and what she does is terrible in so many ways, and it's just... In a lot of ways, it's like Whiplash, which I loved Whiplash, but this is like... Mm-hmm. They went for a more grounded approach that's not necessarily as entertaining or trying to be as entertaining, uh, but it gives you kind of a glimpse of behind the scenes of what it might actually build, be like. And I haven't actually heard if this is true at all. Like, it seems like a, that... Lydia Tarr supposed to be a real person but then I don't think she is I don't know um, now Kate Blanchett she possibly could win the best actress here she won a BAFTA and the Golden Globe for drama so her and Michelle Yao are splitting the vote I think hmm. and that's I don't know and like the yeah, yeah. Colin Farrell yeah. it's like that does that open it up for anyone else I don't know that's going to be hard, but I'm not going to go against, For yeah. an acting category, I'm not going to go against SAG. I'm just... I'm not. So I, uh, I'm i going to still stick yeah, with yeah. Uh, with everything everywhere all at once winning in this category, too, for Best Actress. Um, but yeah, it's an intense movie.
1: I agree. Not enough people are... Not enough people are talking about her anymore. Yep. Kate Blanchett.
0: All right, so now we're talking about Top Gun Maverick. So... Um, this is <laughs> another one that I think was a, a it was a big hit. It's you know a lot of times people say this is what got people back in the theaters. Um, I think this movie's fantastic. I loved it, and I actually think Tom Cruise should have been nominated for Best Actor. Yes, he's playing Tom Cruise, but he he carries this movie, and it's his passion, and he's doing the stunts and all that. Like it really, I don't know. I don't think it'll win. Um, best uh, picture it may win some other things but I just I don't know I just I don't see it winning much but it was a really good movie and I'm really glad they included it and I don't think they just included it to to include it you know to get mainstream I I think it was legitimately a good film what do you think yeah no totally
1: enjoyed my time with it I'm glad that it's finally a movie like this is represented at the Oscars Um, And uh, it'll be interesting to see if that, you know, the whole argument of having these films is to, oh, more people will watch. It'll be interesting to see. Maybe if Tom Cruise had gotten that best actor nod, maybe more people uh, would tune in. But, um, yeah, glad it's getting recognition. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily best picture worthy as far as getting that top prize. But I'm glad that it's a good representation from this year because it definitely, without Top Gun this year, I think uh, the film uh, world would be in dire straits well the more fact than that it was delayed already. for
0: so long it was delayed for like two years at least <laughs> yeah. that's crazy But <laughs>
1: the, the, yeah. go ahead sometimes they had some time to tweak <laughs> yes they
0: did, well I don't know if they did or not but oh, they, but they, they definitely, <laughs> it's cool that they did it came out um, but yeah. yeah I don't see it as best picture either but that it was pr- one of my favorites on this list so mm-hmm. for what yeah. that's worth yeah. I think it's better than the first movie yeah. Oh, I agree. So, and I, it, it it's cool because it it evoked the style of the first movie, obviously, and a lot of its stuff and its casting. But I, I just think it was so much better. It had much more depth to it. So, yeah. Um. Anyway, so let's see. We got it's about ten seconds left on this. It's, these are just the cinematography is gorgeous and the the effects. It's like insane. But all right, we are moving on to Triangle of Sadness. I know you haven't watched this one yet. Um, it's, I haven't it's interesting. Uh, this kind of re- have you did you watched the menu right? I think I saw your review of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This remove this movie reminded me of the menu because it's kind of a it's kind of poking at like the rich elitists and like they you know in, in the menu they're out on a boat or they're out on an island. They were taken by boat, Uh and this dinner you know this one is they're out on this yacht and. Kind of like in the menu, there was there was at least one couple that didn't really belong there because they weren't as wealthy. Same thing in this one. Um, but this is definitely like taking pot shots at the rich and uh, and 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 kind of the upper class of people that are looking down on everyone. Um, essentially what happens is the, the big yacht they're on crashes. And so now you've got these rich people that can't do anything for themselves. And you've got... Um, you know this maid that was on it as part of the ship. She's the one actually leading it and doing all the things on the island. And so the whole like dynamic is like flipped. She's the only one that can like you know get food for them and do shelter and start fires. Um, so they all kind of depend on her. And she, you know, so it's a it's an interesting film. I I don't love it though, and I don't know that I would have nominated it for best picture. But uh, it's 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 a lot. And it's, you know, it's they, la- they they label it as a comedy. I don't know. It's, it's a dark comedy. <laughs> kind of like the menu. It's a dark comedy. I wouldn't say the menu was particularly funny, though. Mm-hmm. Would you? The menu? Did you think uh, it was funny? It was clever. It was clever?
1: Yeah, it, I could see yeah. that. Yeah.
0: You know, what's really weird, though, this is probably the only... I may be wrong on this, but this is the only, like, Best Picture nominee ever that features, like, an extensive, like sequence of like people throwing up everywhere and toilets exploding with poop and it i just it's a really it goes like kind of nuts in the middle and it's like wow this is not the type that i would think would be nominated for an oscar um but anyway but it's 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 entertaining and it pokes i mean it succeeds at what it's trying to do i guess it's just it's a hard movie to fool to get into though Um, Yeah. So I don't. It's on Hulu now. So I guess check it out. But I just, I just don't know how accessible it is. Kind of like with Tar. Um, Even Mm. though Woody Harrelson's in it. All right. We are moving on to our last film, number ten, and this is for women talking. Now I will give you full disclosure. Neither Nathan nor myself have seen this movie. This is the only one I haven't seen. I will watch it before the Oscars. Um, But it's, I, I don't see it. You know, winning Best Picture at all so i'm uh let's recap like uh i know that's kind of weird but you you can hear that in the background but let's kind of recap what we just said um you think that colin farrell going to win best actor right i do and i say that brendan fraser is going to win it for the whale um, okay. best picture i say is going to be everything everywhere all at once do you agree with that agree agree best, best director I'm torn. I am so torn. I'm gonna to say the Daniels for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once because they won the Directors Guild. I I think that I think that's a good call. Some people are saying Spielberg, you know, because it's a personal film for him. I don't know, but um, okay, Best Actress. Do you think Kate Blanchett? Who, uh, who do you no, think? I think I think I think. Uh, uh, Michelle
1: how do you say uh, I don't know
0: yeah. I, I don't know if it's Yao or, or Yo I've heard it both yeah. ways yeah, yeah, yeah. anyway but, but I think she's going to win for everything every yeah way. I agree yeah um, and then supporting actress who do you who do you got I'm saying Jamie Lee Curtis for everything everywhere all at once
1: yeah I, I think Angela Bassett just has momentum on her side she did win the Golden Globes so that's true times. And, yeah. that, and Black yeah. Panther
0: um, unlike the first movie um, this was the second one was not nominated for Best Picture um, yeah. I haven't seen it, though, yet. I need to watch that one. Um, best Supporting Actor? I think we're in agreement on this one, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so um, um, I think, it sounds like we're in agreement that everything, everywhere, all at once will dominate these Academy Awards. Which is yep. cool, because it's, I don't feel like it's a type of movie that would normally, like, I, it's It's just such an incredible film. And I. it was pretty popular, yeah. right? It did well in the box office, I think. I think it got word of mouth. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure, but I think it got good word of mouth, and it's just – it's a movie that can really mean a lot to many different people. It's kind of an important film that way, I think. Um, But, yeah, so didn't mean to knock women talking there. I just – if we're talking about our predictions, I just don't see it winning much. So now that's all the films. So um, anything else you want to say about this year's Oscars, which I think are happening in a week, so – yeah, uh, yeah We're recording us on a Sunday, March fifth. So yeah, the twelfth is when they're happening. Are people actually going to watch it this yeah. year? Um, I I don't probably not. <laughs> it's uh yeah. They got um Jimmy Kimmel's hosting again. You know, mm-hmm. which he hosted during the La La Land thing, which is funny. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think he'll be a decent host. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I don't think anything crazy is going to happen this year. Uh, I,
1: I don't think so either,
0: but I think they'll they'll be more prepared for it if they do. Although they can't argue with the ratings that they probably got after that, the bump in the ratings. Uh, <laughs> people are like tuning in, like, "What? What just happened?" So, yeah, anyway, that's Nathan, the, uh, that's a, that's the entire episode. So, um, uh, you know, I don't know when you'll be listening to this, guys, but hopefully it'll help you out in your parties or if you have those anymore. Or just you know being able to say that you were able to predict in these categories. And if you have not seen everything everywhere all at once, go see it please. It's fantastic. I love that movie. I I it's I'm so excited for it to win. I hope it does.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and I would say uh if you you know, a lot of times the movies that win best picture you look back on them and you're like, no, that other movie should have won. Right. I, I do think I do think it'll win, and it'll also be a movie that, like, yes, it's the one that deserved to win. Right.
0: All right. Well, so uh, you can find all of our podcasts um, on it'sjustawesome.com. Mark is much better at the outro than I am, uh, but wherever you are, check wherever you happen to be listening to this on. Please like us, subscribe us, leave comments. We we'd love that. We value that. And like I said, hopefully this helps you out. So have a good one, guys.